Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. This is episode number 154. We kick things off with Rix's live stream snafu, as well as my Amazon purchase. What did I buy recently that has put me in such a great mood? Something that Rix could also use to relieve stress. And near the end, we talk about what I've been up to the last couple of weeks with my new job. The one that I don't need or want, but have. Why? You'll just have to listen and find out. So with that being said, episode number 154 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> so do you know what I'm about to say right now? Tell me. Rick's coming in again an hour late to the time that we are supposed to record. <laughs> it's okay. We don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, but I would love to hear the story behind this. Man, it, it just comes down to like technology and being able to understand how stuff works. And this was something too that I was so excited about from, what was it like? Oh, that's right. It was a live stream. It wasn't a re- just right. a recording. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so in now. theory, everything should have worked the same way that it did when Nicole and I recorded like two weeks ago. Uh, everything was simple. It was all good. And so Joe and I get on probably about 40 minutes prior to when, in theory, we should be going live. And for some reason, he's missing important buttons, like the little, like, little three-dot buttons that say more that allow you to, like, transmit to a right. platform outside of that. Which, so he just doesn't have those buttons on his computer, on his screen? They just don't appear Which at all? was the probably the, the most frustrating part about this whole experience is because no problems at all two weeks ago. It... it it went by so easily, and everything worked out perfectly the way that it should be. And here we get to today, where not only are we going to try the first live stream for a podcast that we've been doing for 38 episodes up to this point, but we're also trying to include another guest, one of our colleagues from seminary. So we've got wow. we've got the double whammy going on right there. Where I just trying to talk yep i got you so there's the pressure of one just trying to do the live stream but at the same time you're coming off as amateurs the technology isn't working because you are you have somebody waiting on you guys right well and he joined in too and he he gave his uh input as to how to record it just via video through zoom etc and i was like they're like what what Joe is telling me right now makes no sense at all. No sense. He what he is showing me on his video screen is not compatible with what every other feature is. If he has a paid subscription, he should have these features. He should have the more button that allows you to record via Do you think maybe he just doesn't have the most updated version? Know. I mean that that was the craziest part too, is I was trying like in the Literally, we had 30 minutes to try and figure this out. And we just kept going and going. And I I was, like, working through this. And I'm Googling, like, as he's going through all these various things. Like, 
well, is this wrong? Is this wrong? Is this wrong? Like, are there various things? And for some reason, unless I'm on his computer, I wouldn't be able to tell exactly what the issue was. Exactly. Needless to say. It brings me back to, like, when my mom was trying to explain something. When my mom wanted me to help her with something on the computer. And so she FaceTimed me and she turned her phone to try and look at this so that I could see the screen. But her hand kept moving and I couldn't see shit and I got really pissed yeah. off. Yeah, that, that's kind of the place that I was at too where, yeah, I, I mean I, I've dealt with that before. Um, I thought that we were kind of over ambitious when it came to trying to make this work on a live stream basis and adding somebody else too. It's like we're kind of overreaching right now, but it worked before with Nicole and myself. Like – she had the program, she had bought it, she like was able to log on and communicate it to the Facebook page. But no, with Joe, there was something missing, and I don't know, and we didn't have enough time to figure it out. And here I am, you know, last minute, trying to navigate this whole environment that uh, I am not too familiar with, as well as dealing with both Joe and then Jeff come on as well. Our, our guest and trying to make it work was not was not easy was not pleasant it was and then afterwards too i got the feedback from joe that he doesn't want this to go out as a video because he felt like an individual confessing to the fact that he was part of white collar crimes would not be very amenable to wait wait, wait stop rewind what he didn't want to be associated with somebody who is committed white collar crime. No, no, no. He didn't want to. He didn't want to promote somebody who had been part of white collar crimes on the first video chat and the first video thing that goes out to the church, where we've never done a live stream before, and so this would be the first time where it's not just Joe and me. So give me it's some somebody else who. So give me some background real quick. So the person that you had on as a guest had committed white collar crimes. And runs various successful, like, rehabilitation groups. So they are – okay. So then this person went to jail or they used to do these things and now they don't or what direction is their life in? Yeah. No. He was – Just give me some context so 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 that I can – The the guy – He's got a podcast. It's uh, White Collar Week, I think, is the podcast that he is working on right now. And he was the first individual who was charged after 9-11 for fraud for a small business uh, uh, compensation, I guess. So it was – Okay, so he committed these crimes, he was charged, he was found guilty, and he did his time or whatever it was to absolve him of the crimes he committed. Okay, that right there, Joe not wanting to promote him or whatever the case is, that right there is part of the problem of society, is judging people for crimes or behaviors that they conducted in the past and since then they have corrected or paid back the community in a way whether it's volunteer work or going to jail or paying fines or whatever whatever the case is by doing that you are 
you are forcing that person to continually relive and suffer for something that they had already um, absolved themselves of through the courts. Right, and and that was the kind of challenge that I was dealing with, and and part of the reason why I'm I'm still I you know I try to maintain kind of an equilibrium in my own emotional status, but it was one of those things where Joe said. That, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of police officers and law enforcement who listen to our podcast, and they would not be very happy hearing that we had this person on who had committed these crimes and is now given a platform. And I could not understand that. I, I don't – like, it, you, like you don't have to argue with me. I, but then I mean, they're – again, going back – real quick, again, to interrupt you, going back – their platform or their message that they would use on your platform is, hey, this is what I did. I'm, you know, not proud of it. This is how I corrected my life, and this is what I'm doing now to serve the community. Yeah. Yes? No, that's that's what it's all about. I'm already going to tell you right now, your podcast is not going to win if that's the attitude that's going to be taken because people appreciate honesty and things that are raw. You know what I'm saying? People want truth. People don't want to listen to something that is controlled by what other people think that are not the individuals creating the content. But you have to take it into account that the individual who's ultimately making these decisions is somebody who's... I get it. Joe's... No, no, no. I understand. He has a large network. He's had his career. He's done his whole thing. And him and I are in two completely different areas of life. So I understand. I totally get that he doesn't want to uh, create something that might be tainted or that might give him flack amongst people, uh, his peers or his elders. I understand. It's more than that, though. It's more than that. It's about per- portraying a heavenly image, I feel as though. It, it, is, it is about portraying the okay. best possible you. situations and acknowledging that you are an a individual who your listeners may have uh, arrested at some point or another is something that, yeah, I just I, – I can't get over that distinction. And it, it, it is – I'm in a place right now where, I mean, I've been at this for probably the last, like, three hours now. We're trying to figure out how it works. I just, I don't even know. I'm I'm so... You know what you need, bro? You know what you need to a transition A good story? No, you need some positive <laughs> vibes. You need some incense. Actually, this one's not called positive vibes. This one's called something else. But finally, I don't know why, I just kept procrastinating, 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 procrastinating. I bought incense and uh, Palo Santo sticks mm. from Amazon. I got a pack of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven for like, I don't know, 10 or 12 bucks. I can't remember what this one is called. Another one doesn't have a name. The other ones are called Sandalwood, Dragon Blood, Positive Vibes, Lavender, and I don't know. It's like Hachui or, or something like along those lines. But, dude, you light one of these guys up, they burn for about 40 minutes bliss absolute bliss the scent is so relaxing you need to get a pack of these you need to light one of these up in the gazebo just sit breathe breathe in i know i am breathing in breathe out you know you're breathing out don't control your breath it could be soft it could be a little more a little harder just 
Just let that shit melt away. You're so new age. So new age. <laughs> Dude, I still have the uh, incense box that I had that I got in college. No shit. Really? Gosh, I've been burning this stuff like crazy, dude. I just got it the other day. I probably burn maybe at least three sticks a day. And the Palo Santo sticks, these guys are amazing too. Cleanse the room of that negative energy. That's what you need, dude. You need to balance yourself well, out. And and that was the thing. Uh, probably the last thing that I'll say is that, yeah, it was one of those moments where it's like, oh, man, I am I am feeling really frustrated right now. I I. I'm feeling, you know, kind of the, the, the clenching of my my muscles and my heart and stuff like that. It's like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? No, probably not. I mean, it's a first try. I knew something would go wrong. I texted you earlier in the day. And so just relax. Let it go. And you know what? It It is what it is. Um I have my own frustrations, but it's nothing that's kind of too piercing, to say the least. So, kind of where I find myself. But do you feel, because now you guys, you're guys you going to record an episode, uh, it's just going to be you at least every week. Joe will be once a month. So, do you have the, when you record just by yourself or maybe with just you and Sister Nicole, you have to go through Joe before you publish it or you can just go ahead and publish oh, it? Oh, yeah. No, I'm executive editor so i can do whatever the fuck i want um which is part of the reason why he's not going to send me the the video thing so that i can post it on facebook because i was like oh this would be great to post both on facebook and on youtube as well as kind of a an initial oh let's post that on our uh podcast as a bonus episode i'm I'm totally down i want to listen to it you know episode what what are we on right now 154 Episode 155, bonus material, a recorded, non-released episode from the podcast that Ricks is working on, which I gave him 10 freaking names to choose from, and he went with the most mundane. So, the call? Is that what we're going with? Just the call? I... I was, I was so, dude, I totally thought you were going to pick, what was it? I can't remember. One of these, I was like, oh, this is a good one. But I'm going to see if Rick's is like, oh, I like this one. And then I would say, I like that one. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten names. Several of which were variations. But the call. I give you a, a palette of color. A series of fonts. And you choose black and white times new Roman. So, first of all. First of all, <laughs> by the way, I heard I heard your iPhone go off, so that's fun too. I just no Siri would thought I was saying something, but it just, just as long as it's still recording, okay. it's all good. Don't make this about me. I still we're making this about you. So how did you choose the name? So let's give everyone a brief uh, a brief synopsis as to why we're moving away from police to priest and why and just the new direction that so, everything so is taking. first of all for those who have not listened police to priest is a podcast that i've been doing for uh 39 weeks now i believe with uh, a friend back in ministry who i'm i'm doing ministry with and for the longest time it was started off as an idea of an individual my friend Father Joe, who ended up going from the sheriff of Burgum County, the the wealthiest county in all the country, and getting disbar- 
No way. The wealthiest it's county like in the third. entire it's country. It's top three. It's top three. Not not the top. All right, all but right, all right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, got, got caught up in a political scandal. Had to resign, and ended up going into ministry. And we went to seminary together. And so we started up a podcast, probably about um, less than a year ago. And we're trying to figure out a way to communicate the ideas that he wanted to share. And he was a sheriff, a police officer for something like 30 years. And so we thought, oh, you know, from police to priest, you know, let's do that. He got too stressed. He couldn't continue the week by week basis for, you know, he's a very busy individual wedding ministry, his personal church ministry, all that. And so we came to a agreement in the past couple of weeks or whatever that we would come up with a new name. And we were thinking different stuff. And it was actually my mom who said the call. And that was her her that was, <laughs> that was her idea. Sorry, Mrs. Thorsell. <laughs> and you wanna know because Victor, by the way, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just pull these up because Victor being the kind soul that he is, ended up sending me what was it? It was ten different names. Ten. ten different name ideas. Because you said to me, you said to me, the call or the recall or something. And type this of is this is from the this original f- thing of from police to priest. So he had the calling, the second calling, the new calling, call to action, call to serve, calls of service, acts of service, callings, detours, and the present moment, calls of transition. The callings of life. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff. I didn't I didn't express my appreciation for that uh before, so I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> well I knew you saw it. I knew I knew yeah, you solid, man. It was I, solid. I know. It was great. Um But I do wanna know is how is it that out of ten options I provided that you did not take any of them? I thought you would take at I least did. one. No. I have to know I this. I have taken one. Um so <laughs> First of all, um calling apparently my mom when I when I was talking about calling, like cuz you got the calling, the second calling, the new calling, whatever. She's like, "That's a horror film." I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I've never heard of a film called The Calling. I've heard of The Calling. What? Did I just hit the trilogy of 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 an entire franchise or just The Calling? I, I, how crazy would that be if the if the film was called The Calling, the second installment was the second calling, and then the third was the new calling? <laughs> that would be freaking epic. Okay, so it, the calling that is from oh, I guess that's so. a horror. I film. don't know. That's a title I, of a horror. I, film. I didn't okay, bother to check. However, however, got it. Called called to serve. I feel like was something that um, I was like, oh, that's a really good. That's a really good idea. Um, and brought it to, obviously, bounced it around people. And they, they were like, yeah, okay. Obviously brought it to my mom. She said, oh, that sounds fine. And then Joe said, uh, how about recalled to service? After you had said. And what did you tell him? I told him. I, I Right? It was. Did you tell him what I said? Or did you give him your own variation of what I said? Because for people listening, what I said when you initially said the recall, the recall 
I said the recall is too synonymous. What did they say? The, re- <laughs> the recall is too synonymous with engines blowing up and glass finding its way inside cereal boxes. Because <laughs> that's immediately what I think of when I th- when I hear recall. The recall. But if you, you know? add in the recall to service or something like that, I feel like there's there is potential there. You can kind of avoid. There's avoid a little wiggle that. room. But that that was the thing that okay. so yes no I did not ignore all of your your suggestions actually I thought about them quite quite diligently and I brought the the best ones to him and he he thought called service was great recalled to service was better. <laughs> I'm gonna have to respectfully okay. disagree. But it's your podcast. Bro, I'm, <laughs> so I, do I, you I don't even know if I'm in charge of my own like fucking car right now. <laughs> You're I mean, clearly... my god, I I literally have nothing. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm at the mercy of those around me at this point in time. Well, it's a it's a team effort, <laughs> you know, so... and uh, <laughs> so. It's 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 not just about you. No, I know. So I guess this is what they mean when people part ways by means of creative differences. I hold nothing close to me though. You know? If we we could literally change this to two guys taking a dump metaphorically and I'd be fine with that. Like that w- call to serve, calls of service, call to action. I don't know, man. I think call to action is pretty good. That may have been the one that I really liked. I don't know. I'm just happy to help in any way that I can. You know, I'm going to give you, you know, uh, an ice cream sundae. And if you guys just want, you know, to chew on the cherry stem, be my guest. Don't take the whole thing. But if that's what I can do for you, if that's what you need, I am willing to provide that. (laughs) Well, um... (laughs) With that, with that very tasteful transition, um, what's going on with you, man? What's, what's? Uh, I feel as though there's a couple of stories that are boiling that I feel like I haven't heard from yet. Well, I did a self tape today, uh, so it was so strange. So I was practicing my sides the last couple of days, and it was so strange doing this self tape because I felt, uh, I felt very rusty. I had not done an audition or a self-tape since I can't remember when. And quarantine started almost six months ago. So that was really fun, though, because then I was having trouble with the with the sides. I didn't really know what to do with the scene. At first, I was, like, really confused what was going on, but then I got really into it. So I think I'm just going to – I'm going to start practicing one every week, just something to do. So that was really fun. So – uh, I can't remember how much I've talked on the podcast about the new job that I'm doing. How much have I minimal, talked about that minimal in to the podcast? at the most? Yeah. Okay. So to bring everyone up to speed, way back, at, right after 4th of July, quit Sprouts because that shit sucked. And then I did one day. I worked one day for the county, but then – after one day, I quit because it was just going to be way too much having to drive out there. I'd not necessarily being early in the morning, but that it would take, you know, 50 minutes to drive there at 4, 4.30 in the morning with zero traffic. 
and it would have been like an where they placed me. I was hoping to get placed right north of Santa Monica, but I got placed north of Malibu, which taking the 101 would be an 80, 85 mile round trip every day. So after one day, I was like, fuck that. I'm not doing that at all. And then, so I was totally fine just not having a job for a while. But then I was like, oh, one of my coworkers at Sprouts was like, oh, you should apply for this logistics company that is contracted by Amazon to deliver packages. It's only four days a week. It pays pretty well, you know, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll keep that in mind. So then randomly, whatever it was, three weeks ago, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, let me just apply to this and see what happens, thinking that it would take anywhere from, you know – Three to four weeks, five weeks, I don't know. What's the average turnaround time when you apply to a job? You apply somewhere. At the earliest, they get back to you like a week later. Earliest, you know? yeah. So I apply to this, right, and I, I apply to this thing not wanting a job, but just to get the wheels rolling in the event that it takes four to six weeks, right? Bro. They wanted me to work, start working the very next week. And so uh, I do the application. The next day, I set up a phone interview. I do the phone interview. Then, like, then they're like, hey, can you, you know, the next week we have this uh, online training seminar thing, and you need to take a drug test, and uh, you have to take the drug test before the seminar. So, like, I apply on a Wednesday. They reach out to me Thursday. I set up the phone interview for Friday. Then I then I go to my drug test like on a Wednesday. And then the following Friday, I have this virtual online training bullshit. And then they're like, oh, okay, when are you available to come in? I was like, I, can come in. I can't come in Saturday, but I can come in Sunday. And they're like – and then they – they were like, okay, so when you come in Sunday, blah, 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 whoa, 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 hold it up, hold up. You're talking about working right away? Because at no point did they ever tell me, yes, you are hired, when can you start? It was all conditional on the, on the medical exam, you know? So at no point do they ever say, when can you start, you know? So I'm like, wait a, wait a minute, hold up. I am not ready to just jump into work right away. So I'll start next week. I can, so I can't start this week, but I'll start next week. And, but I, what I really wanted to tell them was, whoa, 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 this happened way too fast. Can I get back to you in October if I still need a job? <laughs> That's really what I wanted to yeah. say. So like, So now I'm working, and I've been doing this for like a week delivering packages which it's cool like i'm just driving around i listen to the radio as loud as i want i'm by myself i don't have to deal with bullshit um and i get to listen to podcasts or practice uh you know i was practicing my lines when i was driving around and i get paid for 10 hours even if i don't work 10 hours so it's cool but at the same time i'm just like i really still kind of don't want to work i'd rather hold it off for another month or so i really wish that or at least if at least when i uh initially applied that it would take that four to six week and it was just like boom real quick so my head is still 
not spinning as much, but I'm like, well, fuck. Now I'm working and I don't want to work and I don't need to work. I don't really would, don't really want to work or need to work until October or November just to be safe. And so now I'm like, well, fucking a. Now I'm, now I'm working again and I don't want to, but I don't want to just quit because it's obviously tough out there the way that the climate is. And so now I'm at a job that I don't want or need. It's not bad, but it is encroaching on what was a pretty kick-ass time of not having to do shit what, every single uh, day. What was the... <laughs> I mean, I did no, things. I, I was productive, but I didn't yeah. ha- it wasn't one of those like, oh, crap, now I got to get yeah. my lunch ready. Now I got to get ready for work bullshit, you know? And so that's the scenario <laughs> I'm in right now. Yeah. I understand. And so also because it's been super hot here. Dude, uh, I've seen days. fucking 100 Bro, plus. Get this. So I'm always drinking water, right? And here's the other thing. When you're driving around, you have to find a grocery store to go to the bathroom in because you're just – you take your lunch break wherever it is that you are, right? And uh, again, the job is cool. Like it's fine, but uh, not – don't really want to be working right now. Um, but, bro, because it's so hot, I bring water with me, right? Like, I bring – I drink as much water as I can, and I knew this going in. Bro, I drink a lot of water, right? I'm still feeling dehydrated. The other day, I drank one – I drank, I think, about five liters of water. And when I used the restroom at my lunch break – I wasn't dying to go to the bathroom. And then after work, I mean, I came home, I went to the bathroom, but I wasn't like pissing my pants. So my body is absorbing all of this water that I've been drinking. And I'm just thinking like, bro, there are people that out out there who A, are not drinking as much water, B, are not drinking water at all, or C, motherfuckers packing up a, you know, Coca-Cola, uh, in their lunch pail or Gatorade or, you know, juice or shit that, that they don't need, that their body doesn't need. And I hydrate all the time, bro. I'm not struggling, but it's a lot to keep up with just to stay safe. Right. And, and that's kind of thing that I think about too is, I I don't know if this is too, I feel like this is too graphic, not graphic, but just the, the amount of time that you spend peeing, and I don't know if that's too outside the the lines as to the amount of time, the number of seconds that you take to pee. Dude, when I'm at when when I'm at home, I have to pee all the time because I'm always drinking water. Right, bro, dude. When I'm at work, like it's again, it's crazy. I remember my buddy Hyatt told me this story when we first graduated college, and he was working for a landscape company, and he worked in an office most of the time. I think. But a lot of the time he would go out into the field and he said one day I was out in the field like all day and he said the entire day I was drinking water. Did not have to go to the bathroom one time. The entire day my body was just absorbing all of the water that I was drinking. It's like whoa. And being in an office position or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like me or something like that that like I actually Googled this and I don't know – the scientific veracity 
of this claim, but the average human being should, on average, pee for about 21 seconds. And that's, like, the average time that somebody... Every day each or time each time that this average. that a person... Yeah. Okay. For Got me, it. literally never under 30 seconds. Like, I would say it's about, it's about <laughs> a minute. It's about a minute every time. And this will be multiple times a day, too. I wonder if something's wrong with my, like, tract of, like, being able to... I don't I don't know, but I I see all these things where people go into the bathroom for just a couple seconds, they do their thing, come out, but no, me, it it's a it's a process. It's it's something that's more than just a <laughs> 21 seconds. It's never that that low, but I don't know. I I don't know. I genuinely don't. Dude, the other thing that's funny is that uh, cuz my my shifts are tip- typically from scheduled shift is 11 to 8 30 so i i'm there at 11 but i i I don't actually really begin working until noon because you sit there and then you have to inspect the vehicle and then you go to the warehouse and you might wait there for a little bit depending on what time they want you to go through and then you load up the truck and then you hit the road so by the time i hit the road with packages it's like it's noon so for an hour i'm at work but i don't really feel like i'm working and then, you know, 637 rolls around, you're pretty much done, and they tell you to go back to the warehouse, check out, drop off the empty totes, fill up with gasoline. And so by the time that you finish delivering, you're really only delivering packages for maybe six hours, in six and a half hours, including your 30-minute right. lunch break, you know? And so when they tell me sometimes, like, oh, can you go help someone out? I'm like, well, fuck. I don't want to, but I can't bitch about it because I'm scheduled, and uh, most of the time you get to leave early, but it's still like, fucking A, I'm done. I don't want to – no, I don't want to do this, but I guess I will. So, again, I'm in a precarious situation where I have a job, but I don't want one. But I'm just going to hold on to it because, again, it's just the smarter option to do because – well, well, I don't fucking know, man. It's weird to be in a position where you don't need a job or don't want one, yet you're working, yet you hold on to it just to be safe in the event that you do end up needing one in right. two or three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know that. And I get three days off a week, and I pick my schedule. I pick what my schedule is. As long as you work one day on the weekend, you pick whatever schedule you want. And so there's really no resistance with this <laughs> job. You know, but at the same time, you know, just go back to what I said 30 seconds ago. It's like, well, fucking A, now I got this thing I got to do that I don't want to do, but will just in case. Well, and and that's the thing, too, that I feel (laughs) like there is that, like, dual component of you mentioned this before when I think you were working at Sprouts where uh, there was an issue as you were literally walking in the store going to check in and somebody confronted you with an issue and like – let me check in first. Like, oh, let bro, me, within the... Yeah. I, yeah. It's like, you know, where, where do you draw the line in being a good human being and also realizing that your time is also valuable as well to mitigate yeah. circumstances like that? Yeah. I come back from lunch. The second I walk up to the front door before I even... While I'm in the middle of mentally preparing to come back to work, as I'm walking in, I get stopped by someone. They weren't pissed off, but they needed my attention. I was like, nope, fuck that. I'm going to go clock in now. I'll come back, deal with this shit. I come back, and all hell broke loose. 
And <laughs> and that's kind of the thing that we had talked about. I think that was like five episodes ago or like six episodes ago or something like that, where it was the question of like, yeah, you know, we are we are paid to do a certain thing, and so we have to have those parameters. But on the other hand, we could also mitigate some really bad situations that we're going to have to clean up afterwards. So where do you kind of find that line between um, respecting the boundaries, but also making sure that really bad things don't happen? <laughs> you want to know why I draw the line? Yeah. Here's where I draw the line. I don't do shit. I don't lift. I don't lift a finger unless I'm getting paid. Fuck. All right. Okay. I was. I had to. Um, I had to. Uh, I have to like upload my license on one of the apps that we use, and I tried to do it on the device that we use at work, but it wasn't working properly. And so then I was like, oh, well, let me just try it on my regular phone. I'm taking the picture multiple times. It's not accepting. All of a sudden, 20 fucking minutes go by. I'm like, fuck this. I'm on my day off trying to do some work bullshit on my phone. Technology's not working. Yeah, right. They want me to do this. I'll do it when I'm getting paid. That's just me. Right. Yeah. And people can call it whatever they want, well, but and nah, honestly, too, dude, um, that was one of the things when I was working at uh, BASF in Minneapolis was that – so there was a period of time where a bunch of us would come in late, like maybe 10 to 15 minutes late. Oh, yes. I right, remember yeah. this, yes. And then leave a half an hour later or whatever. So we would put in more work than we actually did. And then a new manager came in and said – I expect you to show up on time and leave what you have when you leave and don't do anything more after that time ends up passing. And so that was kind of a mantra that I was like, oh, that's – you know what? I mean that that's kind of corporate America, which I totally understand and I appreciate and was kind of a learning experience for me where it's like it doesn't really matter when you come in as long as you get the job done. It's like, no. You've got a time to start, a time to finish, and outside of that is your time. But do not violate those norms of the time you start and the time you finish. Show up on time, leave on time, and you'll be good. It doesn't matter the quality of your – like, just get it done. Like, work in that time. Don't try and make up for it. Just follow the norms. Yeah. Corporate I America, man. I, I feel as though that that's uh yeah, I don't know. For 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 Wait, so you guys would come in let me let me just get this small detail out of the way. So you guys would come in like fifteen minutes late and then leave thirty minutes, fifteen minutes late? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or early. No, late, yeah. No, we would stay after and we would continue to work because we showed up late and so it was kind of a it was a very familial it was a, a family type environment where just you know do your job do what you can yeah i i see that they're just trying to it. tighten things yeah. up a bit yeah i got it i mean you're still working within the same hours so to speak but then pretty much, there were right? people who ended up taking over susan who was my boss ended up becoming a, a manager right. and it was like no, it's not it's not about the effort that you put in. It's fulfill the obligation that you have between eight AM and five PM. Like do that good enough. Like you are you are a winner if you're able to fulfill that requirement. Don't try and show up late and stay later. 
it's not going to work because it's because that's because there's potential for it to bite them in the ass. What's this we hear about employees having to work? It's the you know what I'm saying. Employees are saying they're having to work late. Blah 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 to protect yeah. themselves. Yeah. So yeah, it it's so. brutal. It's brutal, and it was it was kind of heart wrenching too when I was like, wow, it, it really just is about the numbers. I mean, making sure the numbers are good. It's like I don't know if I want to be a part of that kind of ecosystem, but. Why would you come in 15 minutes late? It's only 15 minutes. Because I rode my bike every day. And sometimes it was, oh, sometimes yeah. there was a train <laughs> that blocked the track for about oh, 25 right. minutes. So it was inevitable. Dude, I couldn't stand that. When that would happen sometimes, taking the Metra out of Ogilvy to Glen Ellen, sometimes there would be like a freight train that would intersect and we'd sit there for 10 or 15 or right. 20 minutes, depending on the length of the freight train. It'd be so and that's annoying. the thing. It's not due to your own negligence. It's just due to circumstances. And it's like, well, you know. If that's the way that uh, people want to view it, I don't know. I yeah, you, you gotta roll with what the bosses say. Right, I got gotcha, you for sure. Oh, my bamboo plant is growing, dude. My bamboo plant is taking off. It is now twice the size from when I bought it. But the crazy thing is, it has grown probably one hundred percent in size in the last. <laughs> month i don't know where like i it's it's pretty unbelievable i did put it in a new pot we have several like empty ceramic pots outside so i got it in a new pot give it water every so often but you're not supposed to give them water all the time because they don't need it that much just indirect sunlight so i'm hoping that i can hold on to this guy for the rest of my life and as time continues i'll just place it in a larger pot in a larger pot, and then this thing will eventually be sitting on the ground, going up to the ceiling. You gonna make any uh, recipes out of uh, bamboo stem? I didn't even know you could, but I know that bamboo can be used for almost everything. Oh, yeah. So, what? What are you shaking? It's been forty-five minutes. What are you shaking? No, your head at I'm shaking for? my head at myself uh, that my laptop is about to die, and I'm trying to figure out a way to get it plugged in. Well, so. while Rick's struggles to fix his laptop, connect it, or do whatever it is that he's doing make it work. to make it in shape for the following episode. This concludes things for episode number 154. We hope you enjoy. Until next time.